Welcome to season two of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Braden, and I got... Lance. Boom. Round two. Oh, here we go. We're on episode two of season two. Two, two. two. 22. I'm not 22. 22. <laughs> the year. Boom. <laughs> A, the last video podcast you were on. I know. And I think it again. was so good that you had to have me on again. I think so. I mean... I'm going to believe is, that. This is the first time that I've had a guest on that's like... Double. In the same... Like one after the I'm other. I'm seeing double. 22. Mm. It was so good. Had to have him on again. Um, but really, that's that's not why. Oh. The real reason is because I think you're the only other single person on staff here at Faith Church with me, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that, so I had to have you on. Well, you know, now I feel a little targeted, <laughs> and I don't know if I like that, but you know what? I'll take it. It's okay because I'm all right. in the same boat. Yeah. Just kidding. It was so good. Had to have Lance on again. But this is a very, I mean, I feel like you have lots of thoughts on the topic we're going to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. it works out well. Because um, we're going to be talking about idolizing marriage yeah. and a little bit of singleness and stuff. And, I mean, if any, it applies to anybody, it's me and you. I for mean, real. Is there anybody and for else? all you other bitter single people out there, this we're is talking for to you. you. This is for you. And it's even if you are, maybe you're dating too, this maybe. is for you as well. Even if you're married, you could probably take stuff out of this too because the idolizing marriage doesn't stop once you mm-hmm. get married. So it is for anyone. But if you're single and you're struggling with the thoughts of marriage and everything, you have to give you. them the side note of how this came about, though. So, like, we're leaving Passion 2022 mm. in the bins. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. It was great. So we were talking about this next podcast, and then we were talking about, you know, what should we talking about? It's February. It's Valentine's Day. You know, it's sort of like a – it's a season where a lot of churches and a lot of people and everybody's talking about relationships, but no one ever really talks about singleness. Mm-hmm. They're starting to talk more about it. Yes, they are, which is a good thing, which mm-hmm. is why we're having this conversation. Yeah. So for all you people out there in relationships – Y'all got plenty of content to go find. <laughs> this is for the single people. For real. But, yeah, you did mention it's it's February, the beginning mm-hmm. of February. We got less than two weeks until Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It's the month of love. <laughs> and so what better thing to talk about is that love. Because, yeah, yep, yep. I mean, the last, I don't know how many Valentine's Day, <laughs> it's been lonely. <laughs> 25 Valentine's Days. <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> You got 23. I don't want to hear it. No, because there's been a couple I've had a girlfriend, so I wasn't alone. I want verification. You have had verification. I'll show you later. I'll show. That's not true. (laughs) Met one of them. (laughs) We don't need to go there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, Valentine's Day, love, marriage, it's a real thing that we're all dealing Mm -hmm. with, especially young adults, you know, in college, right out of college, too. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, your 20s is all about finding. That person. Some people go to college just to find love. I, I tried. It didn't work. It's not. It's not there. Um, and so, we're going to be talking about idolizing marriage. You mm-hmm. know, what in our culture, in the Christian kind of church culture, have yep. we put marriage like on a pedestal above, right. like our relationship with the Lord? Have we put it higher than anything? Like, is that the the top type of thing? And mm-hmm. I feel like we have. But first, before we get into that, I just want to preface 
Like marriage is not bad. No. You know, it is okay if you want to be married. It is yeah. that is a very fine desire to have. It's like a godly Lord, pursuit. Exactly. Like it marriage came from the Lord. Right. It's a good thing. So I don't want this podcast to like don't if you're listening to this, don't feel like we're like coming down on marriage or no. it's a bad thing if you want to get married because it's it's okay. It's right. a good thing. Exactly. So do you, you got anything I agree. To, yeah. So so marriage is a good thing. Don't hear us say like if you want to be married, you're terrible because it's not true. Mm-hmm. So we got that out of the way. Marriage is good, but where we're going to be talking about is when marriage, if that's the ultimate thing in your life that's like driving mm-hmm. everything, that's when it's bad, mm-hmm. right? Marriage should not be above other stuff. And so mm-hmm. lots of people are chasing marriage. Like that's their kind of end goal in life. Mm-hmm. And so the question really is like, are you chasing that more than you're chasing your relationship with your Lord? Right. Because that's where it goes bad. And so right. that's a question you need to ask yourself. Are you chasing a spouse more right. than you're chasing your savior? Right. Like are you, which one is higher on kind of your totem pole? Because right. if you're chasing getting married, like you're going to feel empty. It's just going to lead you astray because what's most important is your relationship with God, right. right? Nowhere in the Bible is it saying like, oh, your spouse is who's going to save you. Your spouse is who completes you. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's Jesus saves you. Jesus completes right, you. So exactly. that's where kind of all your chips, you should go all in yeah. on Jesus. Don't go all, all in on finding a spouse or right. thinking marriage is the goal. Well, see, people don't even think that that, can be, that particular thing can become an idol mm-hmm. because they look, people can look at it, and that, this is how the enemy is very crafty and very deceitful, is that to something to you that seems so good and inherently is good because, like we've said just a minute ago, that it was ultimately ordained by God. You know, God gave Adam Eve, mm-hmm. not just for marriage, but also for companionship, which we'll get into a little bit yeah. later. But the whole idea of marriage is from God. But how crafty the enemy is is that he takes things that are inherently good from God and then mm-hmm. twists it and turns it for evil yeah. that ultimately challenges you or you find yourself taking things that are in God's place. Mm-hmm. and. If you'll go back to the last podcast that we did, New Year, New Me, like yeah. when whenever we put things above God, it's ne- it never works out the, the way that we always think mm-hmm. that it will. Yeah. So when we talk about the idea that, hey, marriage and the pursuit of marriage can become an idol to you, it can become idolatry to you, I think that it's important if you are single, pursuing relationships, maybe you're even in relationships, mm-hmm. just to pull back, scale back, and say, what exactly is the goal here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong for me liking this person, wanting to pursue this person, loving this person, but is that is that my only goal in life? Mm-hmm. Is that my only, is, is this person, is is he or she gonna become in place, be in place where God needs to be mm-hmm. rather than where we need to be, which is, you know, scale back thinking, you know, like all my eggs are in, God, in the basket of like, I need to be all in on God before yeah. I'm all in on somebody else. Mm-hmm. If I'm all in on God, I can be with somebody else because ultimately mm-hmm. I understand that this person doesn't complete me, but rather we're both completely whole in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, right. and he will give you everything you need. That's good. And so something I've learned in life is like basically this scripture, but when you chase after whatever that thing is, it's probably going to fail and you're going to feel mm-hmm. empty. You're going to leave just it didn't work. Right. But if you chase after God only, like God will give you what you need. So if he thinks like you need a marriage, mm-hmm. but and you're chasing after God, your relationship with him is great. You're spending lots of time with him. After, the more you chase after him, like he'll give you the marriage you need. 
mm-hmm. in line. Like if mm-hmm. that's the case, but if you go chasing the marriage, like you're probably going to end up choosing somebody wrong because right. you're not talking to God about it. You're just chasing the marriage. And then right. you're left in a place of, should I be dating this person? Should I have married this person? And then you're in a messy situation. <laughs> and so right there in that verse, like we need to seek, seek the kingdom first, right. everything else will fall into place and we'll be good. And so I think we're kind of in different camps. You're either single, you're either right. dating someone or you're either married. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in all three instances, what is like at kind of the seat of the throne, like of your life. Right. Cause when you're single, if it's the, just the idea of the you're relationship right. or right. idea of the marriage, that's what it is. If you're dating somebody, that person you're dating at like, how much time do you spend with them versus, versus the, Lord. the Lord? Cause right. I remember in, I've been just in a couple of dating relationships and looking back, I spend a whole lot of time with that person, mm-hmm. like way more than I spent with the Which Lord. Which inherently isn't wrong. No, but I'm not spending that time with the Lord. Exactly. So that's where if slowly, pretty quickly, really, that person became the idol. Exactly. And so when you're, even if you're not single and you're in a relationship, it's not like the idea, but it's the person now. Mm-hmm. Like, is that person above God in your life? And then when you get married, you're like, oh, I did it. We got married. We're good. We live with each other. We spend all the time with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, are you still forsaking your time with the Lord? Because right. even though you're married, that doesn't mean you just now don't have to spend as much time with the Lord because you kind of made it to that place of marriage. Like, mm-hmm. no, you should love the Lord more than your spouse. Mm-hmm. That should be both ways. You both mm-hmm. should love the Lord more than who you're married to, and that's what makes the marriage really good. Exactly. So, I mean, just be careful. we got to know that we got to seek the kingdom mm-hmm. before we seek the, the relationship or the person. And I think part of this, we've just held marriage to, like, such a high standard. A high yeah. standard. Like, it it needs to be held to a high esteem. Like Honorable. So, uh, yes. Both of us, we've listened. If you don't know Jackie Hill Perry, um, amazing on. speaker. She spoke at Passion um, now, like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. back at, right at the new year. Um, and she's just super good, really knows, talks about anything and everything. Very intellectual. But we we both had listened to this podcast and they were talking about mm-hmm. this idolizing marriage, just all of that type of thing. And she said, like, marriage needs to be held to a high esteem, Mm -hmm. but it does not need to be held to the highest. Exactly. And that's true. Because people need to realize you can be just as fulfilled in your relationship with yourself mm -hmm. and with the Lord, and it's still honor a -hmm. godly life and a godly lifestyle. Yeah. So it's not, like we've said, it's not wrong to want to pursue marriage, to want to be married. And if you are married, congrats. Yeah. Like, hey, that that is something that God has given you. That is a gift that mm-hmm. is unlike really anything else that's on the earth. Because ultimately, like we said, it comes from Him. Marriage comes from Him. Mm-hmm. But if you're out here and you're single, and let's say like you go the rest of your life and you you remain single, mm-hmm. that does not mean an incomplete life in Christ, or that you've not fulfilled something, or that you're not completely satisfied in who God is and in who you, what your identity is. We need to esteem marriage as a mm-hmm. high honor, but like you said, it's not the highest honor. Because at that same level, if you're a single person, completely satisfied in Christ, completely satisfied in what he's called you to do, and you're living out this life that you know that you're supposed to be living, you're just as esteemed at the same level mm-hmm. as anybody else. Yeah, definitely. All good thoughts. And so I kind of want to move forward and yep. asking a question. And we could probably spend hours talking about probably. this. So we got to be careful just to we got to be concise, you know, because this is just such a big topic. I mean, Mm -hmm. people probably have lots of questions, lots of thoughts on it. Um, So the big question is, why do we idolize marriage? And so I have a few thoughts and we can we can work through that. But the first thing, you know, that comes to my mind is we think 
that marriage fixes us. Right. Right. We think that, so we all have sin, we're all human. And we think that whatever that is, when you get married, like some of those things will get fixed, like being married and then you live together in a house and like those things will just go away. And so that like sin, like lust, Mm -hmm. you know, pornography Mm -hmm. and, and then like being lazy or Mm -hmm. like not cleaning, not like taking care of yourself. Like Mm -hmm. if you're dishonoring your body, like that's a sin or like if you're can't clean your house or like there's just stuff everywhere and you think just all this is going to go away when you get married right and that's not true like lust is still going to be a sin problem right it because we're human yeah like the spouse isn't going to heal that like yes that like there's going to be a way now that you can have like you have sex with your spouse and that's going to be fulfilled but you can't like that doesn't mean that all this other a lot of people desire goes away a lot of people don't realize that they like you said, they think sexual temptation will immediately cease mm-hmm. the minute they say I do, yeah. which is just not true. Not true at all. Because if you'll really ask anybody that is married that has a healthy marriage, mm-hmm. or even they might not even have a healthy marriage, but that are just honest people, they'll tell you, hey, sexual, sexual temptation is still as big, and some people I've even heard, they've even said, you know, it might be even bigger mm. and more of a struggle mm-hmm. while married. Yeah. And then that, now you look back and you scale back and you're like, oh, wait. Like, that's not going to fix me. That's mm-hmm. not going to fulfill me. But yeah. where do we find that fulfillment? It's only found in a relationship with Christ. Yeah. It's still a temptation for mm-hmm. us all because, you know, like we said, we're all human. But ultimately, if you're only looking at marriage to satisfy those things mm-hmm. and thinking those things are going to cease once it's done, you're going to find yourself at a loss for words because yeah. then you're going to find yourself back at the same place. But now it could be even more challenging because mm-hmm. now – you have a whole family that yeah. you have to consider. Mm-hmm. You have a whole family that now, like, you can't just hold on to this and it be you and God and maybe, like, a few accountability partners mm-hmm. because now, like, you're putting your spouse at risk. You're mm-hmm. putting your marriage at risk. There's so much more on the line now, which hopefully by saying these things, it helps people scale back and consider what are we getting into. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't just go get married. Mm-hmm. Consider who you're getting married to. Consider yeah. what you're struggling with. Be open and honest with each other so that you can live a fulfilled, godly, healthy marriage and a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, in Psalms chapter 119, verses 9 through 10, it says, how, you can, how can a young person stay pure? Right. By obeying your word. I've tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. So, <clears throat> like, how does a young person stay pure? It doesn't say get married. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's not the, the thing. It's obey mm-hmm. the word. Obey the word mm-hmm. of God. It's the same thing as if you're single. When you get married, you still have to obey God. You still have to read his word, obey his word. Right. And that's, you know, the more you read the truth, the more it's going to, you know, reveal in you and, and you can repent. Like, but you got to obey the word. It's mm-hmm. not, it's the solve solution isn't getting married. Right. And so there's, there's so many things that I like in my life that I think about of like, Oh, that'll, if I get married, that'll be, that'll be different. You know, Mm -hmm. if I, like my room is pretty dirty right now. Like Mm -hmm. if I can't figure out how to clean that, like getting married, isn't the solution of like, Oh, then my wife will keep our room clean. Like, no, that like, I need to figure that out. I still need to be able to keep a room clean. Like that's Mm -hmm. something I need to deal with. Marriage won't fix that. You know, marriage isn't going to fix my lust problems. Exactly. And usually the things that you may even overlook, even while dating, mm -hmm. talking, or like early on in a marriage, and I've heard people say this, so this is not coming from me because obviously I'm not married, so I can't really, I can't speak to it. Mm -hmm. But I've heard people say, you know, and you've heard it too, that those little things are usually amplified Mm -hmm. even more than that. So like if you get with somebody and she's like, she might be OCD Mm -hmm. or whatever, and like 
she may overlook like your dirty room on a dating basis, yeah. but like once it's married and now you're like in counseling. Mm. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you <laughs> won't pick up his clothes. <laughs> exactly. She's told you for 10 years <laughs> yeah. and she's tired of it and she's mm -hmm. sick of it and you just want, you refuse to change. Yeah. So, so I mean, you got to figure that stuff out. Right. Or at least talk about it and like come to some sort of solution. Like if you're single or if you're dating somebody, like figure that stuff out because putting a ring on it doesn't, isn't some like right. magical thing. Yeah. Like it mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't do anything it doesn't heal anything like the holy spirit is what's mm -hmm. going to help you do better in life mm -hmm. he's going to convict you he's going to convict you of more sin he's going to help you fight mm -hmm. sin he's going to give you the power to get rid of sin he's going to heal the holy spirit's who heals you from past right. hurt who heals right. you from from things going on in your life mm -hmm. that spouse is not going to heal you right? right marriage is not going to heal you so you need to get with god mm -hmm. a lot you need to ask the holy spirit to help <laughs> yep. you you might even need counseling and like therapy yeah to like go through healing processes and not just think once i get married those things will go away I or once i get married therapy. yeah like yeah once i get married it's just woohoo we're all good no mm -hmm. like if anything like you said when you get married all the problems and sin you had either stays there or it gets worse mm -hmm. like and also don't hear us say that you know it does help like it helps some, mm -hmm. but it's not the all in be all. Yeah. It's not the fix all. Mm -hmm. So like where some things may progress better and you may like change, you know, you like you change a few things about yourself mm -hmm. yeah. or she changes a few things about their self. But like you always got to be at this place to where like you're always like looking at yourself and looking at your relationships and saying, you know, like I understand like it, it may help solve some issues, but it's never going to solve the overall issue. Mm, What's the yeah. overall issue? It's that we're human and we're sinful. We're yeah. sinful in nature. Mm -hmm. But also being in those relationships and marriage, how it helps is that now you have someone else to consider. Mm -hmm. And you have to you have to not be selfish. You can't always just focus on yourself because now it's like, i got to get better, number one, for me, but I've got to get better, number two, for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think kind of moving on, this idea, I feel like that's really not just in the church, but it's just in like mm -hmm. in the world, in American society, the culture mm -hmm. of, of mm -hmm. marriage and everything, everybody thinking like life doesn't start until, until you're married, get married, yeah. have a family. Like it's right now, like me and you, like we have great jobs. We both live on our own. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're paying our own bills. Like we're, we're doing good. Like life has, well, life started when we were born. Yeah, like, absolutely. But when, when you kind of move out all that thing, like, our life without our family on our own, like our own journey has started already. Mm -hmm. And this idea that like, once you get married is when, is when life starts. Or once you have kids, once mm -hmm. you buy a house, once that whole thing, you know, comes together, that's when your life can start. And that's just not true. Like right. you can enjoy life right now. Yeah. Like you can do the things you love to do. You can go, you can, you don't have to wait to get married to buy a house. No. Like if you can financially do that, like you can buy mm -hmm. a house, like mm -hmm. that doesn't, have to wait until you get married like there's so many things i think that you wait to do mm -hmm. until you get married like mm -hmm. traveling or stuff like yeah. oh i'll travel like with my spouse like if you want to go <clears throat> on a trip like go on a trip you can travel mm -hmm. like th things we hold back and we think oh we can't do that until we're married and mm -hmm. that's just i mean that's why we i think of put marriage that's part of putting it at this high kind right. of pedestal of like we now we're just waiting on so many things right before we get married. Because you know what we do? What? This is what we do. Mm -hmm. When we are at a point in our life where we look at instances like you're looking at, and it may be you and it may be not. If this is you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. But we look at instances like that in life, and you're like, my life doesn't start until I'm married. That in and of itself 
proves you're you're putting marriage on a on the highest esteem mm-hmm. and you're idolizing it. Why? Yeah. Because like you just said, life and satisfaction in life is first found in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find that first in the Lord, you won't find it in somebody. Mm-hmm. And you might think that you did, and it may last for a season. It could last 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But you'll always find yourself circling back to that same point mm-hmm. to where you're like, I'm just not satisfied. Yeah. I'm not happy. And that's a whole other conversation. Really yeah. could be a whole podcast series mm-hmm. is that, well, how do we find that satisfaction in the Lord? Mm-hmm. But the challenge that I would bring, and you know, obviously speak to this if you feel like you need, if there's anything else you want to add to it, but like, Ultimately, how do we find satisfaction in the Lord? It's, it's the classics. Get in your word. Mm-hmm. Stay in prayer. Yeah. Put some worship music on. Talk to the Lord. Even if you don't know how to talk to the Lord, find yourselves in moments where, like, you know, you're like, Lord, I don't even know what I'm doing, what I'm saying right now, but I'm just going to wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait till you show me something, reveal something to me. Show me who you are. Show me, ask him this, like, show me how I can be satisfied with you. Mm-hmm. How do I enjoy life with you, Lord, first yeah. before mm-hmm. I try to enjoy it with anybody else? Because ultimately, you're the giver of my life. Mm-hmm. So why would I not enjoy my life with the one who gave it to me mm-hmm. rather than somebody who's not eternal? Yeah. I want to spend it with someone who is eternal mm-hmm. first. Yeah, for sure. It's so good. I mean, it's, it just, I, I hate it for some people because I feel like I, I've done a pretty good job I think of we like, are, yeah. like, my life has started yeah. like I'm not saying like oh life is gonna start sometimes I think about like man I, I want to get married start a family but we've like we've all been there yeah. like I've I think I'm at a point like I have like a good kind of group of friends like we hang out like we yeah. get to go do stuff and like I'm not like sitting here every day like man I can't wait till my real life starts when I get married mm-hmm. like I like I've gone on trips with friends and like and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the life like right you know being involved in the church and like with my relationship with the Lord like it's um, like getting to a good spot of like marriage is still on my mind, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it's healthy. Like I'm seeing how it's healthy to just like, you have to not throw it right. away, but you just have to like, let go of those like chains bondage of marriage, basically right. of the thought of marriage and like, no, just go have fun, serve at the church, make friends, mm-hmm. like enjoy what Grow the Lord, in your relationship yes. with people and the Lord. Exactly. Like enjoy what the Lord has put around you. And, like, there's just so many things you can do that you can't do when you're married. So that when you do get married, you and your spouse are not having to spend years to fix the trauma that you mm-hmm. refuse to admit that you have and right now. And also regretting things. Yes. The trauma and regrets. Like, don't regret not enjoying your single life right. when you're married. And so how do you not regret it? Well, you got to start your life now. You mm-hmm. can't wait to start when you're married. And mm-hmm. so... Do those things. Enjoy the relationship mm-hmm. with God. Enjoy being involved in church. Enjoy friendships and, and everything that comes with that because there's so many things that we kind of can do when we're single that you can't do when you're married. And then a <coughs> lot, you know, I don't think this is true, but um, outside of Christian culture, marriage is kind of looked at sometimes as the end of your life. Yeah. Like you get married. That's and very like, oh, true. The old ball and chain, she's calling me home. I got to be mm-hmm. home at 7 for dinner. Like, that's kind of a, a another thought of like kind of outside the Christian culture that mm-hmm. like they don't have the kind of same they don't have the same esteem as marriage right mm-hmm. divorce rates are high it's mm-hmm. it's still something you can get out of and the Lord teaches how you know you're supposed to be married right. forever but so at that side of things they look at it at the end of right. your life and exactly. it's gonna be terrible you don't get to do this you don't get to hang out with friends anymore you got to mm-hmm. do what your wife says or you got to do what your husband says mm-hmm. and so. If you have a little that little of that in your mind of like, okay, when we get married, like, like things really do settle down. You know, you mm-hmm. start getting more 
adult like like you right. can't stay out every night late with two, friends 2 3 a.m watching spongebob exactly <laughs> you can't, do that. <laughs> you can't so do that there's just things that you can do and enjoy in your single life that you right. can't do when you're married so if you you got to have a right frame of mind of like it's not just life starts at marriage i can't do anything until you get married but it's also marriage isn't the end i got to do everything i can do to right. have a good life before i get married there's a balance but also the Lord can use you for things he couldn't use you for yes. in your marriage that he can for your singleness. Mm -hmm. So really we need to also have the mindset of like, God, in this season of life before or if I'm ever in that season of life, mm -hmm. what are you calling me to do now? Mm -hmm. Because there's people, places, and things that he's probably set up for you to encounter and to come cross paths with mm -hmm. that can only happen in your se season of singleness mm -hmm. rather than your single your uh, season of marriage, mm -hmm. which obviously both of them have specific things and maybe specific things and uh, things that God has called both of those seasons to do and be or see. But I think that we always need to keep that frame in mind. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in my singleness, God, what are you calling me to do and experience before I enter into yeah, that next season? For sure. Uh, so I got one more kind of reason we can talk about of why, why mm -hmm. we idolize marriage and then we'll move on. But a big thing in really the world and kind of, yeah, I mean, really it's the world um, is just kind of the idolization of, of love as well. Yeah. And so it's that we've romanticized <clears throat> marriage to the point of like this picture perfect thing. And so that's in, you know, in entertainment, mm -hmm. music, movies, TV shows, mm -hmm. all of it. We, that from we're birth just, up because yeah, I mean like you'll remember when we were kids or whatever most if not all Disney movies were that exact same thing yes. like the it's primary the, theme is love is the princess and the prince yes. like the knight in shining armor and the princess finding mm -hmm. her prince or whatever ultimately coming yes. at this point where they cross paths they fall mm -hmm. in love like our whole childhood and into adulthood that's what's been driven mm -hmm. into our brains yes. is that you have to find love mm -hmm. well I found love I found love in the Lord Come first on. yeah for real uh, I mean, there's like the TV shows and, and the movies of like the the we, like weird kid and mm -hmm. then falls in love with the popular kid or right. girl, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just in everything. And with um, you see your parents like that, mm -hmm. you think, oh, they probably dated when they were young and mm -hmm. had a beautiful relationship. Mm -hmm. And now they're married. Like, mm -hmm. but yes, you should look at your parents and like, hopefully you can get a good picture yeah. of marriage. But it's don't then we romanticize that as well, and we're like, I wonder what it was like for them, young mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and everything. And you know what? We have lots of friends, obviously, that are married because everybody's getting married. Yeah. And so I think we're pretty much, I think we're the last, <laughs> we're the last ones in our group. I think, I mean, I think we're the only two single people on staff. But we got lots of people that we know that have been married for years, been married for a couple of years, getting ready to get married. Um, but I've seen, you know, in like friends that I have that are married of like marriage is not this thing that mm -hmm. you know culture is as painted of this beautiful white picket fence and you travel all the time and it's just uh, you wake up and you're like oh mm -hmm. my goodness I love you every day and like wife has makeup on when she wakes up and like husband <laughs> husband is just jacked and yep, fit like it. like no the the first few months usually like that you gain weight when you first get married that's yeah. what I've heard and like you wake up every single day. Like there's no chance that every single day is just a movie. That's mm -hmm. just not the case. You basically, your life now, you just are doing it with somebody in right. your house. And you too. forget that, you know, in marriage, we romanticize it in the way that 
we like we're only going to see the best of these people mm-hmm. and that's not true no. because in marriage you see the best and the worst yeah, we, everything we forget about the worst yeah mm-hmm. we choose to mm-hmm. forget it exactly I feel like exactly and so we've just from birth it, and it's we have to take some ownership but it's yep. also like since birth we have just been program program about mm-hmm. love and this romantical mm-hmm. just whole facade of what mm-hmm. marriage and relationships look like mm-hmm. and so we kind of just have to once we've been just ingrained so much in it we got to look back and kind of take away some of that stuff like right. you got to get rid of some of those thought patterns and stuff of like no it's not just gonna the whole marriage isn't just gonna be a mm-hmm. like roses the whole time like mm-hmm. no you marriage is gonna be difficult you have problems it's challenging it's work but it's also one of the most beautiful things also yes so it's true. all it's all of it all in one mm-hmm. it's like a three-in-one shampoo yeah <laughs> But like, I don't know if I can describe it like that. <laughs> For real, I think it's better than three-in-one shampoo. Okay, five-in-one. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, I mean, where it's it's good, I just feel like we <coughs> sometimes forget the bad stuff. Mm. Or not really bad, but just the, like, hard stuff. You know, we right. choose to just think it's going to be great because, I mean, I'm not married, so I'm not going to pretend like I know what it's like. But looking at my friends' marriages and stuff and, like, actually talking about things with them mm. of, like, I've seen how marriages work. It's difficult. Mm. Like, you really what marriage is to be successful like you have to lay your life down just like you do for jesus yeah. like you got to lay your life well, that, down for your call. spouse yeah that's and the call. you know how unselfish you got to be exactly. to like have a good marriage like i'm when i think about it i'm like man i really want to get married and then i'm like well i don't know i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty cool right now being single yeah. like i get to wake up like when I want, like obviously in time, like for you know, work, but like I don't gotta worry yep. about this person in my bed. <laughs> I saw a thing from Jackie Hoperry one time, mm-hmm. and she did say, she said, "I'm jealous of the single saints out there." She said because y'all just get to go to bed whenever you want for to. For real, exactly. <laughs> like think it's about the it. smallest things that you take for yeah. granted in mm-hmm. your singleness. That you're, she's like, I'd love to just go to bed whenever I want to, but I can't. Like if you're married, I feel like one. It's usually always the case of one is like a night yep. owl, other is yep. like a morning person. So. One of them's trying to go to bed at like yeah. eight, nine o'clock, and yeah. the other's like, "Let's watch a movie." Until and all 11. of these things aren't—they're not bad thing. Being an unselfish person, mm-hmm. so much so that you're laying your life down for the sake of holding up this other person—that's not a—that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just what we're trying to get you guys to consider is that you have to scale yourself back and say, "Are you willing to do it?" Yeah. Because then you're going to find yourself years down the road, or really probably early on into your marriage, probably regretting even getting married in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that is never the call of God. Mm -hmm. The call of God is that once you enter into something, yes, it's challenging. Yes, it's, yes, it's hard. There's things you have to do. You do now that you didn't have to do and A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z. Mm -hmm. And it's the call of God to step back and realize, you know, like before I say forever to this person, Mm -hmm. I have to first make sure that I'm willing to give this person everything of me, mm-hmm. and then they have to realize that they have to will, they have to give everything of them to you. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. And so where that's true, I also have realized, you know, kind of like I feel like sometimes I have to get myself perfectly ready to be married, mm-hmm. and like that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Like I'm not gonna. We don't reach perfection until Mm-mm. like the other side of heaven. Until glory. And so like where yes there's things you need to be ready to do in marriage and like make sure you are ready to to be unselfish ready for all that like i've been careful to be like everything in my life is not going to be perfectly lined Mm -hmm. up and i'm not going to be the perfect person oh i'm ready to get married now that's not going to happen because there's things that you're going to grow in when you're married grow with your spouse 
obviously, because sanctification is still happening when you're married because we're still alive. Because the beautiful thing is that your spouse can look at you with all your imperfections Mm -hmm. and still hold the same love for you, which ultimately is spiritual because it it fits the image of Christ Mm -hmm. and how he has set us up because he looks on us with all of our imperfections and holds the same amount of love. It's the same call. Chooses to love us. Exactly. In spite of everything. And so, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just how Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. loves the church. Like he's, the church is the bride, just like, right. and that, that's that yeah. kind of how that relates. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's just, I, I think there's crazy highs, like, and lows of everything. Like mm-hmm. you can go to the extremes of each side. Of there's highs so and lows of singleness. And so like where you're not going to be perfect before mm-hmm. you're married, there's also things you work on though and get ready. Right. And like. So that's just, I feel like we go back and forth sometimes of like we say one thing, but then we go on the other end. Well, it's because there's a balance in everything. Right, exactly. Um, and so just make sure that you have your figure not that balance of, yes, I need to work on myself, but I'm not going to be perfect before mm-hmm. I get married or, you know, that that kind of frame of mind of there's there's work to be done, but Jesus also mm-hmm. is doing work like mm-hmm. in you that you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So marriage, idolizing marriage. Those are kind of everything that we I've kind of thought about of why that's been the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why, though, is idolizing marriage dangerous? Like, I feel like we've talked about why we idolize it um, mm-hmm. and what happens, but why. And we've actually talked about a little of this in those answers. So, mm-hmm. like, kind of real quickly, what? why is it dangerous? Like, why, why is it not a good thing to have marriage at right kind of that pedestal right so not even just for marriage anything that is an idol in your life anything that you idolize in your life Mm -hmm. anything that takes place of god is always dangerous to you i would go as far as saying physically and spiritually Mm -hmm. um because it's it's putting itself in a place that it was never meant to be marriage Mm -hmm. is a created thing Mm -hmm. so how are you going to put marriage that is a created thing in a spot where an uncreated creator created that very same thing. Mm -hmm. Because created things, what do they do? Created things die. Mm -hmm. God never dies. God is always eternal. So he always has to be that center of attention, that framework, the basis on everything that we do between our relationships with people, in our dating relationships, in our marriages, at the center of everything, at the center of the church, at the center of our lives, at the center of our singleness, everything that we do is always centered and based off of what he has done and what he has created and mm-hmm. the life that he's giving us. So anything that you put in a spot that is a created thing in the spot of the creator, it's never going to end out well. Yeah, for sure. I think there's like, there's a lot of things that kind of that happen when we idolize marriage. And mm-hmm. so like you're saying, if you put, if you're putting something above God, it's dangerous, mm-hmm. right? Plain and simple. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Sometimes, whenever you think that marriage is kind of that that mm-hmm. fix all or whatever, then you get married and realize, oh, man, I idolized marriage. I thought it was going to be this kind of thing that fixes mm-hmm. everything. Now you're in a marriage that is going to be difficult, really on the front end. It, mm-hmm. You can work on it and it'll get better, but that that legwork <coughs> in the front it, front end is going to be hard yeah. because you've idolized it for so long. And so now instead of having a smoother kind of beginning of marriage because mm-hmm. beginning of marriage I would imagine is always going to be difficult right but it is going to be more difficult if you've put it at this place of it's supposed to fix all these things right in your life and, and now you're unwilling to be the person that it takes to 
to mm-hmm. be a husband or a wife if yeah. you're unwilling to be that unselfish person. Yeah. It and causes now, a lot of heart hurt heartache. There we go. Heartache. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna it's just gonna cause a lot of problems that if you didn't idolize marriage, you might have not had those those mm-hmm. problems. Right. Um and so then there's um this last thing that I feel like is dangerous is if we idolize marriage mm-hmm. and you end up not getting married, because that could happen. Like I there's a good chance I might not ever get married. Like God mm-hmm. never promises that each person gets married. Right, exactly. Um, and or maybe it just so you either don't get married or it just takes a long time, like mm-hmm. to get married. Like instead of at you know 24, you know if you're out there, you're 21, 22, you're thinking you're going to get married by 24, mm-hmm. 25. It might happen at 30 or and 31, yeah, or it might not. But I'm just saying it could <laughs> take a long time, or mm-hmm. it might not happen at all. If you've idolized marriage. Now it's taken a long time, or it doesn't happen. Or you're now in your situation to where you didn't want to be yeah. or in the first place. You're going to feel incomplete right? for either forever or those 10 years until you do get married. Mm-hmm. And, but then you're going to realize that that doesn't complete you. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only way we get we're complete is in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way that we are one. And so, you know, we always hear the... Like, I got to find my other half, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like a half plus half is one. Now, when we get married, we're complete. Like, Mm -hmm. no, it's one person. Mm -hmm. And this isn't mine. I've heard this lots of places is one person times that other person equals one. So it's one times one equals one. It's not one plus one. Yeah. Plus a half equals one. Right. Exactly. Um, Because we're complete in Jesus. And then those two complete people come together as one person. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing, you know, that God created. Mm -hmm. But. So the dangerous thing is if it those years that if it takes a long time, you're going to feel incomplete this whole time. And then if you never get married, you're going to just have this feeling of being incomplete your whole life. Like that that's not what God wants. You got to figure out that and no, you when will, you come to Jesus, right, is when you are complete. And you will miss you'll miss that. Miss a whole There's a bunch. lot of life that you will miss always looking at your situation as if it's mm-hmm. not as good as somebody else's or you covet the things that other people have, which is also why it's a commandment. Don't mm-hmm. covet because now you're comparing yourself to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And if you always compare yourself to someone else's race, you'll never jog at the pace that they're jogging or mm-hmm. run at the pace that they're running. Yeah. That's why God has called us to run our race. Mm-hmm. What pace are you running at with the Lord? Because the mm-hmm. only one that can keep up with you and your race is the Lord. And you can, and I mean, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like you just, you can't compare yourself to other people mm-hmm. because our satisfaction ultimately is also in the Lord and comparing it will never, yeah. will never lead you there. Never. And so talking about that being complete in Jesus is um, reminds me of how being single is okay and mm-hmm. is a good thing because you're complete. Like getting married is a mm-hmm. is kind of a bonus. Like you're right. complete now, and so you can. It's a good thing. Like it's not bad to not be married. So don't feel shame. You know, if you're if you're a girl and um, you're like you're in your twenties, you maybe you've graduated college, you're in college, whatever, and you don't have a boyfriend or you're not married yet. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let people shame you mm-hmm. for not having a husband. Like, you are just as complete of a woman without a husband. Right. Like, you you can do things mm-hmm. for the Lord. You can serve the Lord. There's so many things you can do, and you're still complete. Like, don't let people shame you for for not having a boyfriend or yeah. not having a husband especially coming out of these holiday seasons. I'm right. sure lots of people dealt with it, of all the relatives. Like, where's your girlfriend? Where's mm-hmm. your boyfriend? Are you ever going to get married? Like, maybe, maybe not. Like, I'm chilling. I'm cool right. right now. You know, like, you know what I get to do at the church? Mm-hmm. Like, I get to serve at the church. Right. Like, And so there's, the, there's such a, a good thing about being single because mm-hmm. 
like we've talked about already there's just so much you can do and so and but, even vice versa because i wanted yeah. to add a little bit about mm-hmm. what to what you said yeah even vice versa with that if you're a guy out there yeah and you're single mm-hmm. and you're working in your relationship with the lord maybe you're in school graduated school you started your career mm-hmm. a lot of i think what happens too is that typically when you see like a this isn't every time so mm-hmm. i'm just speaking on like some examples yeah. but like let's say a guy walks into your church a single dude mm-hmm. he's like you know he's got he's in his career you know mm-hmm. he's he's satisfied with where he's at in life or whatever and like people sort of look at him as like well where's your wife yeah like don't let people put that pressure yeah. on you either because the pressure is not on you to get married to mm-hmm. satisfy other oh, people yeah, yeah. and to satisfy the people around you mm-hmm. and then so that you can feel complete yeah it's that validation exactly because you know? um, I know I have lots of friends, you know, that are 26, 27, mm-hmm. 28, 29, mm-hmm. you know, they're older than me and they're, I mean, they're, I love hanging out with them. They're cool people. Mm-hmm. They don't have like these ridiculous problems in life or anything. Right. Like they're, they're cool people. They're mm-hmm. loving Jesus. They're serving, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're coming to church um, and they are not married and like, I just, it's okay. Like they, they need to be okay if you're older, yeah. you know, right. in your late twenties, you know, you're like, oh, time is ticking. Like, well, okay, yeah, I mean, you're getting older, but it's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. you can be that age and still be single and still get, like, you're killing it in your career. Mm -hmm. Find a place in church to serve and Mm -hmm. give back, like, and you're still good. Like, you don't have to, there's no, like, time clock of, like, oh, by the time I'm 30, if I'm not married, it ain't ever Mm -hmm. happening. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could happen when you're 40. Like, (laughs) And, you know, the Apostle Paul would even challenge that. I don't remember exactly where it's at. I have... I can read this oh, verse real quick. This Come might on. be it. It, it might be know. it. Read um, First Corinthians chapter seven, verses seven through eight. It says, "This is Paul yep. talking." He says, "But I wish everyone were single, yep. just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. So I say to those who aren't married and to widows, it's better to stay unmarried, just mm-hmm. as I am." That's exactly what I was going to bring up. And it's just a great scripture because, I mean. It's encouraging to the people that aren't married or the people maybe that were married. Maybe they lost their spouse. Maybe they're divorced mm-hmm. too, like, and they're not getting remarried. That's okay too. You can, you're that single, you're single again. Like now there's mm-hmm. stuff you can do there. So in whatever kind of stage of life that you're single, Paul here is saying how this is a good thing. Like I wish people would be single. Like there's so many people chasing marriage. I wish more people would chase being single mm-hmm. because you can serve the Lord without the, the burden of leading a spouse or leading a family yeah, yeah leading a family like where mm-hmm. those are blessings and great things mm-hmm. well it's also a great thing to you're free to maybe you want to go to the other side of the country to like for two months on a mission trip type yeah of spread thing. the gospel you can do that right and you don't have to have to worry about your family because you're single mm-hmm. and like paul was able to do paul traveled all over the place mm-hmm. preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and the lord was able to use him to to help lead churches help lead people that mm-hmm. were leading churches and to he was spread training the gospel, up leaders training leaders yep. and say he's is married and has a family like he's got that to worry about now he might not be able to travel as much mm-hmm. as he did exactly and so i'm sure you have thoughts on this because this was a scripture you were talking about so what do you what are your thoughts on on this two verses on what Paul's saying about about being single is good. Yeah, well, I mean, we've kind of already hit it just yeah. a little bit, you know, just like like I was going to say, you know, Paul challenges this idea because, I mean, it, this is an age-old thing. Mm. Like, it's this against is, the grain. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's always been a thing, like, and even Paul recognized it, which is why he addressed it. He says, hey, like, Paul said it's better, you know, almost as if you don't get married. 
so that mm-hmm. you can ultimately fulfill the great commission that God has given you mm-hmm. and me and yeah. all of us. And what's what's the ultimate goal of this whole thing is so that we can take the gospel everywhere, show people the love of Jesus, and ultimately that they come to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you can't do that while married, because, yeah. I mean, married people have, a, like we've said before, have a specific, unique gift that God has given them that mm-hmm. only they can use yeah. in their marriage. Yeah. And as likewise as single, God has given you a specific, unique gift as being single mm-hmm. that only you can use in your singleness. Yes. So challenge yourself and challenge your thoughts Challenge your desires, which you really want, and put them in their place. Mm-hmm. And know that I am I can be satisfied in the Lord. And Lord, if you bring me a spouse one day, that's great. If it's just me and you, I'm that's satisfied. That's great too, yeah, exactly. That's it right there. Like you have to come to the place of, of being okay and like not even okay, being great, mm-hmm. like single. Like you have to, and you can't fake it. You mm-hmm. can't fake the like. Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm all right if I'm gonna be single, mm-hmm. um, forever. Wait, forever. I'm okay if I'm single for a couple of years. Then I yeah. gotta get married. Like exactly. no, you gotta be like cool with. No, it might just it's it can be just me and the Lord like this for the rest of my life, and I'll mm-hmm. be complete. I'll be good. And if the Lord sees fit to bring me a spouse, mm-hmm. like you said, then blessings, cool. Like right. that's a bonus in life. Mm-hmm. You get to you know kind of honor God in that marriage, mm-hmm. but. It's not like if you don't get married, then it's just my whole life is thrown away. You know, there, there's so much we can do. Paul is very encouraging in that because he was single. And so he's mm-hmm. telling us other singles, like, mm-hmm. it's okay if, you know, like it's a good thing that mm-hmm. if you're single forever. It's it's hard. It still honors do. the Lord. It, that too. It, mm-hmm. It's hard to do. It, it's going to honor the Lord in, in what you do, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. Like, because God is the one who satisfies you and mm-hmm. completes you. Mm-hmm. Uh so I got a final verse to share, and we'll, we'll kind of wrap this up with yep. some final thoughts. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Mm-hmm. This is truly the way to worship him. That's good. And so this, I think, is kind of a verse to live by of we give our bodies to God. We don't, we're not like holding our bodies waiting for our spouse. Mm-hmm. We give our bodies to God as a sacrifice and be like, Lord, do what you want with me. Mm-hmm. And that's how we worship him. That's how we, we serve him. And so I think that's kind of my final thought of sacrifice what you want. Sacrifice your selfish desires mm-hmm. for the Lord and not what you know you're, what you want. And like right. the, the kind of like American dream of the family and the, right. the spouse and all that. Like, no, if that happens, cool. But that's not the American dream isn't the ultimate standard. Mm-hmm living with Jesus is, right, is like exactly. the ultimate thing. And so, man, give your body over to God, give your desires to God, and he's going to lead you where he, you're going to go. Like exactly. he's going to lead you in a good spot. He knows what you need. He knows what you want. And you're going to be ultimately fulfilled and satisfied if you live your life pleasing the Lord. Exactly. That's good. So I guess just a final thought that I would have really mm-hmm. a final challenge is like, you know, talking about all these things, it's a lot easier said than done. Definitely. Like, we can sit here and have this conversation all day, and we can be like, yeah, bro, like, mm-hmm. be satisfied in the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we go home, and it's like, we're just sitting there. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so my challenge would be is that, you know, this is not, this is a whole mindset change. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, I'm not saying that it can't be, but I'm saying, you know, more than likely not, it's not going to be a one prayer thing. Yeah. It's a diligent discipline of like god mm-hmm. i want to com- i want to do what you've called me to do mm-hmm. and i'm not 
And if you're not content with your singleness, that's okay. Take it to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Take yeah. everything that you desire to the Lord. God, I desire a relationship. I desire companionship in the in the context of marriage. I desire a family. All of those are good, godly things that ultimately He's given us as a gift. Mm -hmm. And even like, if you're if you're in a spot where you're just like, I can't shake this thing, and I know I'm putting it above God, but I don't know how to not put it above God. Find somebody. Mm -hmm. They can be married. They can be single. To, to you know find some of that accountability that yeah. can help pray with you mm -hmm. but also take that desire to the lord and say god i'm being completely honest here the thought of having to spend my life uh single forever is uh it's not it's not yeah. working for me lord like mm -hmm. you're gonna have to show me how yeah and trust and know that the lord will eventually reveal that to you yeah, so and good. reveal that satisfaction to mm -hmm. you it's a it, this whole thing is a waiting game mm -hmm. it's a process yeah. the whole sanctification thing like we're in this together, mm -hmm. and you have a community of people around you because ultimately one thing that we always miss, especially when we look at Adam and Eve, you know, we look at their story and only think that God gave him a wife. Mm -hmm. But that's not the whole context. Yeah. The context is, is that God gave him a companion. Yeah. God gave him community. Mm -hmm. And when he says, you know, it's not good for man to be alone, that's true, mm -hmm. either in the context of marriage, but more importantly, in the context of your community. Yeah. Surround yourself with good, godly believers, yeah. and you'll still find that satisfaction, intimate thing. Mm -hmm. It's not the same intimacy as marriage, but yeah. it's still intimate because yeah. it's God, and mm -hmm. it's God-given gifts. Mm -hmm. It's a community of people that are here in your corner to help push you forward in your relationship with Christ. That's so good. That's so good, because we, I mean, I don't want to sit here and feel like everybody listening oh, mm -hmm. they got it figured out no if you're content in singleness there's still going to be days where you might not be right like but it's just the whole mindset of like hopefully the majority of days you are good but then you're always going to have days where you're like man i just wish it was that but like you said you give it to the lord mm -hmm. right so it's not ever like every day is perfect mm -hmm. there's always going to be days setbacks or, mm -hmm. or days where you just it's just not a good day and mm -hmm. you know maybe the devil is just kind of attacking right. in that area, that weakness maybe you have. But mm -hmm. um, but then the next day, then it's just like you give it to the Lord. Like it's mm -hmm. just kind of a, a everything's a day-by-day day type mm -hmm. of thing. And so that's so good. Thank you so much, yep. Lance, for your thoughts. That's so wise, <laughs> wise beyond your years. My Lord. Um, love talking about this. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll definitely have more podcasts about more of this because there's so much more we can unpack oh, about yeah, for sure. marriage and dating and, for sure. and singleness and stuff. And so... Then once we get, if we get married, then we can talk about what we it's can like go to in the other, yeah, the, uh, the other pool of people. But we not might not be. And Maybe not. Fine. Then we'll just talk about singleness forever <laughs> and ever and ever forever and ever. But such a good time and ever. Lance, <laughs> uh, love this, um, Lance. Second time in a row being on mm -hmm. the video podcast was great. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Boom. Um, hopefully. You enjoyed it and it was challenging and hopefully it's going to help you in you know in this whole idea of talking about marriage and everything so we're praying for you yep uh, we thank you so much uh that's all i got lance that's all i got too boom peace out peace